At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up zero to one grams of net carbs, five to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. When everyone's on the same page, getting things done at work is easy. Make a bigger impact at work with Grammarly. Grammarly is your secure AI writing partner that allows your team to make their point and move faster. You can even save time by going from spending hours editing drafts to just seconds. Join the 96% of Grammarly users that say it helps them craft more impactful writing. Sign up and download Grammarly for free at Grammarly.com slash podcast. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. guys welcome to another episode of three terrible gamers this is ashen here with just Colin again hey guys and we're still with only two of us but that's fine we'll still talk about gaming news and everything so uh let's go ahead and talk about the gta 6 leak what do you think about that situation <laughs> i mean i find it hysterical that people still think that they're not going to be charged or anything for leaking like that because it was a hacker that done it. He hacked into Rockstar Systems and completely, you know, brought out the game. And but the guy also going this is kind of off topic, but the guy also hacked into Uber as well. So the guy was just like going yeah. around everywhere hacking it, hacking through everything. Which I think the FBI has got him in custody now. But yeah, I think it was, you know, pretty hilarious that he decided to choose Rockstar and Uber out of all the big companies he could have chose because those are the only two that's actually going to come after you. Uh, yeah, I mean, he's definitely got some confidence. He's, he's got some balls going with Rockstar because Take-Two and Rockstar, they don't mess around. They'll, they'll sue you over nothing. So, I mean, leaking GTA 6, I mean, yeah, it was very early into development so it, it wasn't a crucial data or a story or anything that was leaked but still they uh you said they hacked rockstar and uber they also hacked nvidia nvidia uh, microsoft and others so, so he, he he's gonna be doing, gonna some, be doing time. some time i've seen it was a 17 year old that hacked it yeah from the uk i believe so, like I said, Take-Two and Rockstar, they don't mess around. They will sue you for the tiniest thing, along with Nintendo and uh, the Pokemon company. They will sue you for nothing as well. So, 
those companies you got to watch out for. Which, I mean, they have the right to. It's their content. If they don't want it out, they're not going to release it. So it's none of your business. But I do, I seen that he didn't intend for it to go viral, which people have been waiting for GTA 6 for nine years now. So if you leak anything to do with GTA 6, it's, it's going viral. Yeah, definitely. Leaking is officially a thing that's going to get you in trouble no matter what you do because once enough companies like Rockstar and everybody else start standing up for it, it's going to be a thing to where it's a normal everyday thing to where if you do do it, you are going to suffer majorly. Oh, yeah. They don't mess around and they shouldn't because it's their IPs, it's their property. So people protect their property. Yep. It wouldn't be no different than someone, you know, breaking into your house per se, because that's basically what they've done. That was their safe space as a company that they broke into to release all those images. Exactly. Like I said, I believe in hacking, but it should be used for good and not, you know, for notorious reasons. Right. I understand right. hacking. You know, a lot of people. Because it's basically it emulators. Yeah. yeah. Like. like... If you hack and just even keep it to yourself, if you find out something, say that wasn't released in a game or something, or you found it through code in the game or whatever, just keep it to yourself. I mean, I know it's hard to keep it to yourself because, you know, a lot of people are going to be excited about it. But still, if it has a chance to get you in trouble, just keep it to yourself. Oh, yeah, especially whenever it comes down to bigger companies. Yeah. Because they got the money to do it. Oh, yeah, and most of the time, they're going to win that case. Oh, yeah, cut and dry. This kid is screwed now, basically threw off his whole entire life. Yeah, exactly, just by being immature and stupid about it. Because basically, once you hack into the systems, even though his intent, but you know, obviously he released the images, but they look at it as if he was able to get in that, he could have stole pretty much everyone's bank account that was attached to those places exactly he could have got a lot more personal information still a possibility mm-hmm. they'll take that into account yep because he could have compromised literally anything other than just images yeah and i think he they said he got videos too yeah i believe of, there was uh, an actual video really like a character walking in the vice city quote-unquote area yeah i think it, they said that the character models weren't even finished like it wasn't even you know a fully you know fledged out character walking around it was very very early development but still the graphics were good on it though already oh were they? yeah <laughs> from what i've seen i was like oh yeah these graphics are already like 4k worthy wow next gen already mm-hmm well, I mean, obviously, that's going to be the audience they're focusing on once it does come out. Oh, yeah. I don't see it coming out for the Switch unless by that time they have the uh, new Switch out. Uh, that's always been a weird Nintendo thing. I don't think there's been a GTA that came out to a Nintendo console or even Chinatown Wars for the DS. And it was well, a top, they... it's like the original. It was like the top-down view and then the trilogy, obviously. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. They released a trilogy, so I figured if they released a trilogy, they'll probably release the new one on Nintendo hardware. They may not. Yep, we'll find out because they are picky and choosy with that type of situ that type of stuff. Nintendo or Rockstar, or both. Both. 
<laughs> yeah. But, I mean, they got a lot of mature rating games on the Switch, so I don't see why it matters. Oh, yeah. They have the trilogy on there, so, I mean, come on, it doesn't really matter. It's not like we're in the 90s anymore. This isn't really even a debated thing now. Like, I mean, obviously in the 90s it was controversial, but, you know, that was with Mortal Kombat and everything else. But since the ESRB has been out and, yet again, Nintendo's finally figured out that not everyone has their consoles as a family, yeah, you're more likely to be a family person if you own a Switch, but that's not the case anymore for the most right. part. Yeah, and while we're on the topic, GTA 6, are you looking forward to it? Will you buy it? <sighs> I, I mean, I've always been interested in GTA series. Granted, I mean, a lot of people are going to hate me for this. I wasn't really a fan of 5. I mean, I enjoyed the older retro ones. I would, you know, if I had the money, I would go out and buy the trilogy again because it was all the older titles. But as far as GTA 5 went, I wasn't really a fan. I, you know, I bought it because literally as soon as it, uh, yeah, it was, no, it was probably a year after it came out. I turned 17. And that's whenever I decided that was the first purchase that I made that was I was able to buy an end game by myself. But as far as actual gameplay goes and everything else, I just I couldn't get into it like I could with the older titles. Even in you know, even going back and playing the older titles now, I prefer to play the older titles than what I do the newer ones. Yeah, uh, and I agree with you. I don't care much for five myself. Summer, she hates me for saying that because she loves GTA Five. She don't like the older ones. She don't like San Andreas or Vice City. She don't like those. But she also didn't grow up on them like we did. So yeah. I uh, I like my favorite San Andreas. I know we played Vice City first, but San Andreas was my favorite. I'll agree. I like I like San Andreas better. It it was a better overall game. I I mean you could swim on that one. That was one of the weird ones where you <laughs> could swim. Yeah. Now but, I, the older older ones I don't really like. I don't like the top down GTA. Yeah. From three and one is fine, but I don't like the top down. Yeah, the top-down, it was weird, and like I said, that's what that Chinatown Wars was whenever it came out on DS and 09. That was a top-down version again. Yeah, I don't like that. Which people, a lot of people say the same thing about top-down Zeldas, but I like those. I mean, they stay true to, you know, the whole, and the, I mean, the first one was a top-down, so I mean. Oh, yeah, but I mean, so it wasn't the first two GTAs, but at the same yeah. time, it's just the play style is different for gta from what it is from a legend of zelda yeah but just like almost any gaming franchise 3d is better not always but most of the time but if you go on my gta 5 profile if he was to ever get my if that hacker was to ever get a hold of my xbox thing he would see that you know i got a bunch of achievements for gta 5 but that's just because colby preferred to play it over top of me and colby played on my profile all the time i know i'd always see him playing on your profile I don't know how many times I had to get off and yell at him because he was on my uh, profile and kicked me off whenever I was in a different room or once I moved out, you know, whenever he kicked me off randomly, I would always call him and be like, dude, I was playing. You just kicked me off because you decided to hop on Grand Theft Auto. I don't know why you prefer to play on Well, because starting out, I had, <clears throat> I had the better profile because, I mean, I had everything laid out already. And like I said, whenever I play games, I play them and I get... I'm not going to say, I mean, obviously we're three terrible gamers, but, you know, I get decent at them quick. Yeah, yeah. 
So by the time he was to be able to hop on and everything else, I had pretty much everything that he could have wanted unlocked. I don't know. I just I didn't play GTA five. I I did play it on when I was dating some I played it on her three sixty. But I never owned it because I just didn't have an interest in it. But I did buy it, I'd say, about a year ago. I bought it on sale for like $15 on the Epic Game Store. And, I mean, obviously you only play it on PC, but, I mean, it's not bad, but I prefer the older ones. Yeah. Only thing I really like about 5 and what I would choose over top of any other GTA is the fact that the characters run better and then you can fool and just Superman punch somebody. You can't do that in the other titles without it just being a jab, but this one you can actually full-fledge and just donkey punch someone in the back of the head. Yeah. I mean, obviously the graphics are better than what we're used to. But... Oh, yeah. But at this point, it has survived three console generations. Yeah. I mean... The... I, mean, I guess technically it released best, at the start of the Xbox One, but it still released on the 360 and PlayStation 3 first because those were already out. And it was like, okay, not everyone's going to fork out money to get these consoles right away. So, right. I mean, technically, like I said, year-wise, it was released right at the same time frame. But it still was on free generation consoles at this point. So 6 is definitely well due. Yeah, that's true. I mean, they're just milking it out as much as they can, like Nintendo is Mario Kart 8. Mario Kart 8's been out 10 years, and they haven't had a new one, except for a Mario Kart Tour on mobile. But they're just milking it out because they're still getting a lot of money from it. Exactly. Like I said, GTA 5 has done everything at Destiny, the original Destiny 1 to do. I know Destiny 2's creeping up on 10 years now, too. But with the original Destiny, that's what they said. They had a 10-year plan in mind, and GTA 5 definitely done better than what they did. Yeah, just Destiny 1, it had potential because it was a great game. I just think they uh, didn't support it as much as what they should have to make that 10 years last. Oh, yeah. I'm just like I tried to get into it right when it started, but I started right when I had that glitch at the very beginning. So I played the same level like five times and I got tired of playing the same level five times. So I just never did get back into it. Granted, I have played Destiny 2 and I, you know, enjoyed it a little bit, but, you know, I got into it too late to really enjoy the series. Yeah. So I beat Destiny 1. I didn't beat all the DLC. I just beat the base game. And then Destiny 2. I played a little bit of it. I just can't get into it. I like Destiny 1 better. I can't get into Destiny 2 as much. Oh, yeah. But, like I said, every time we play those and how you introduce me to Warframe, I prefer to hop on the Warframe instead. And it's free. Well, and it's free. I guess technically Destiny 2 is free now. But I actually have the disc. I bought it when it came out. Yeah, but this, well, can you cross-platform play on Destiny 2? You can. Um, like if you play it on Stadia, you can play it with Xbox people or whatever. But you can't do Xbox and PlayStation crossover. Um, I'm not sure. Or PlayStation might be weird. Able to Some games they allow, some games they don't. You know how they are. Yep. But Warframe, you can with all the systems. Yeah, Warframe. I like Warframe. It's free, and it some ways it's better than they should be though. They should be. They. I'll reach out to them. We'll, we'll see about that. <laughs>
All right. Um, let's go on to our next topic. The new PS5 model. Did you check that out? I haven't really checked it out. Just because, for me, it ain't really nothing new. PlayStation tends to do that right after uh, console releases because they don't live with the PS4 Pro. They done it, well, shoot, with, I think, every single PlayStation integration. That's not the first one. Granted, this one's came out quicker than the other ones because I'm pretty sure we had two different types of PlayStation 2s because I had the newer version and you had the older one, and they both look completely different, even though, you know, back then it was basically the same thing. I do enjoy the thought that it does have a, uh, this, the new PlayStation 5, it is coming out, the remodel or whatever. I do like the fact that it has, like, it's smaller, so therefore it's more, like, it's not smaller, the motherboard is smaller, so therefore it's more energy efficient. Yeah, and uh, did you see where they were making it with a removable disk drive? Oh, so they're kind of taking a play off of the uh, Xbox Series S all-digital copy. Well, they already have an all-digital PS5 and then one with the disk drive, but this one's going to have a removable disk drive. Hey, okay, I see what you're saying now. No, yeah. I, didn't, I didn't see that part on the article that I read. It may the so, obviously the article that I read it mainly focused on the motherboard and how much more energy efficient it was. It didn't really say that the disk drive was going to be removable or not. Well, I'm not sure why they're going with the removable disk drive, but my theory on it is that people can buy the newer model and then for cheaper it, without it having a disk drive, and then just buy the disk drive later if they want physical copy games. Yeah, so it's kind of a budget option, which is good on their part, but it's not good on their part that they've already increased the PS5 prices. But yeah, well, I mean, it's pretty much increased everywhere if it's not here in Japan. They're right. still the same yeah. price here. Yeah, but really, I mean, when they talked about increasing the PS5 prices, they released their quarterly earnings and they were up since the last quarter so the reason they're increasing the prices is probably due to the shortage of chips or whatever but that's been going on for a couple years now so in my theory it's just them being greedy since they went up this quarter they're just wanting more money well that and i mean i mean they're obviously going to blame it on the inflation that's literally affecting everybody else but at the same time if you're already you know, charging $500 for a game console, which is a pretty standard price, you're, you know, you're not really changing anything. But it ain't no different than what Ubisoft's trying to do with increasing some of their first party, like their main games. They're trying to increase it up to $79.99 now. Is that $59.99? So they're trying to raise $20 on video games now. Well, I seen that some developers went up $10 to $70, you know, uh, 69.99, like 2K and other developers have, but I didn't see where they were going. The 79.99, that's ridiculous. Yeah, well, the ten dollar difference for the developers is the difference in between buying a disc that's cross platform already. Right. Yeah. That's what those ones yeah. are for. But Ubisoft is like their mainstream games, like Assassin's Creed, the new ones that's coming out. They plan on releasing it at seventy dollar price tag, or I mean, a eighty dollar price tag. Um. Ubisoft, I mean, yeah, they have good games, but lately they've been kind of flat on their games. They haven't even been that good lately. I mean, I understand having to pay your 
you know, employees or whatever. But at the end of the day, a disc usually only costs about two to anywhere from two to five dollars to put everything on it. Yeah, I mean, which, like I said, I know the overall general thing is what happens behind is what goes onto the disc. But at the same time, if you're getting games that only have, you know, 20 to 30 hours of playtime on it, that's not really worth it. We are very pleased to announce our super new sponsor, Marvel Strike Force. Marvel Strike Force is a mobile squad RPG that allows you to battle with your favorite team of superheroes and supervillains in a fight to save the universe against threats like Doctor Doom and Apocalypse. Your goal is to power up your favorite characters to complete missions, unlock gear and other resources, and beat other players in PvP modes such as Alliance Wars and Arena. New ways to battle with your roster are released regularly, and the meta is always evolving along with campaigns, blitz, and arena. There's also Alliance War, a massive weekly alliance battle, raids, and cosmic crucible, where you go head-to-head against other players in a tournament. Marvel Strike Force are enjoying their six-year anniversary. You know what that means. Free stuff, just for signing up via our unique link in the description. The anniversary consists of weekly events and bonuses. If you complete each event, you can receive special rewards and skins. Make sure to log in each day and each week to take advantage of all the new characters that are being released specifically for this event. This will be Marvel Strike Force's most generous event to date, so don't miss out. We have received a unique promo code for every new user. Please follow our link in the description and use the promo code MAXPOOL. Once again, thank you so much to Marvel Strike Force for sponsoring today's episode. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Yeah, I mean, most of the money is during development, but they have a budget for each game, so they know how much they're going to spend anyway, and if you stay in that budget, then you should be final money. You shouldn't have to raise the price. Exactly. But, yet again, they're going to use the same as Houston as everybody else right now and blame inflation. Yeah, but... I like I said, I can understand the $10 increase if you want to have cross-platform capability. I completely understand that, because, you know, why not? But the moment you raise it another you know, $20 on normal is kind of pushing it. We've had $60 games for years, I think for over a decade. The, it's been almost two decades because I'm pretty sure it happened in like 01 or 02. The GameCube and PS2 era? Uh-huh. It's right when it increased to fifty nine ninety nine. So, I mean, it's been two decades and you're just now on the raise the price when we're still using discs. I mean... Unless you're Nintendo. Yeah, but 
You they went back to cartridge. Which is cheaper than a disc. <laughs> Which Nintendo's never been a fan of disc. I mean, you got a GameCube was a mini one, and then the Wii was, you know, an actual disc. But other than that, did the Wii U have disc? Yep. Okay, so three out of their eight consoles have yeah, had disc? The, Nintendo's reason for it is, you know, to try to eliminate piracy. It's harder to download, you know, data off of a cartridge than it is a disc, which is Well, that too, and when they was harder. initially partnered with Sony, and Sony screwed them over and went to make the PlayStation without them, that's an, that left a sour taste in their mouth too about disc. Yeah, but that also hurt Nintendo that generation with the 64 going with cartridges because a lot of developers didn't go, you know, make games for them because it's harder to make it for the Nintendo yep. 64. Because it was you can such fit a less heat. data. Yep. On a cartridge. From what you could a disc. Yeah. Back then, now, I mean, they're fitting full size games on a tiny little cartridge. Just, you know, technology's made a long way. Oh, yeah. I mean, like I said, it goes back to an earlier rant on a, uh, previous podcast of it being you know from literally the time that we started playing games it was kilobytes and then it changed into megabytes and then it's you know gigabytes now i'm pretty sure in the next two console generations it's going to take terabytes to download games you think so i yeah i mean what 2k this year is 142 gigabytes uh maybe for next gen maybe for next gen but still that's, I mean, that's already pushing the limits. Like I said, three years ago, with still the last console generation, 2K's biggest game was 42 gigabytes. Yeah. So you think it almost tripled in just three years, size-wise, just about a new generations. So yeah, in the next couple of generations, I see games being terabytes. That's a big old game. They are, and... Yet again, going back to Ubisoft with like Assassin's Creed and everything else like that, those games are slowly just getting bigger and bigger because people want the bigger games because, it, you know, longer you get more longevity out of them. But at the same time, there comes a certain point to where, you know, everything is, you know, just eventually going to increase because, yet again, going back on the same rent, the little four megabyte memory card that I had, how big that little sucker is. If you have memory cards for GameCube, you can get a 128 gigabyte you know, flash drive now, and it's a whole lot smaller. Yeah, it may be long, but it's a whole lot tinier device to fit on those things. I mean, you can get a terabyte micro SD card. Them things are tiny. That's crazy you can fit a terabyte on them little things. Yeah, it's uh, definitely, like I said, it's it's just slowly getting crazy and crazy with how much stuff holds now. Well, and developers and console makers, they have to realize, too, though, they can't increase the price too much because video games are a, they aren't a necessity. They're a hobby. They're a want. So you don't have to have them to live. So they got to keep that in mind that if it gets too pricey, people, I mean, a lot of people aren't going to buy the stuff anymore. Well, I mean, that's true, but I think they also look at the gaming community as almost like druggies <laughs> to an extent. That's true, but because I mean, you got you got the certain amount of people that they're going to get their fix no matter what. Get cheaper. <laughs> Just get some emulators and play some retro games. Yeah, yeah, it's the difference between cocaine and meth. To yes. how they're going to view it. Exactly. One's better for you, but one's cheaper. Exactly. Now, you know, just emulate responsibly. Don't 
doing it legally. The better PlayStation 1 mascot, was it Spyro or Crash? <laughs> well, as far as that goes, growing up, I never really did play those two titles just because I had Nintendo consoles and not PlayStation until later on, and still those two didn't really suit my fancy for playing. Granted, going back as an adult and playing those two titles, uh, I preferred Crash for the platforming side of it. Yeah. Uh, I did, You bought both of the new remade trilogies, didn't you? Uh, I bought the Crash one. I somehow got... I, it came out, like, and then I came and picked it up, like, literally a month later because I forgot I had pre-ordered it. That's oh, what yeah, I remember that. And the Crash, I, I thought you pre-ordered it because you got that little toy in that box or whatever for it. Yeah, I got that little, yeah, cube Lego thing image. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I had a PlayStation 1 growing up as well, so I played both of those a lot. Uh, Crash, it was a good game. But I preferred Spyro, personally. I know a lot of people don't want to agree with that, but I just thought it was a better game. All Maybe not all of them. Uh, they seemed the, definitely the third one. The third Spyro kind of fell off after the first two, but the first two were a solid game. But Crash, all three of them are really good. And I know Crash was more of Sony's mascot than... Spyro was, but they were both they both played a big part of it. But uh, I just thought Spyro was the better games altogether. They just had more adventure to them. Oh yeah, and it's still so weird that how they was. It's weird how they done the uh, battle their own mascots against each other because Nintendo had theirs, you know, Mario and Sega had theirs with Sonic, and Xbox technically had theirs with Master Chief at the start with Halo series, and then you got PlayStation over here. It's like, okay, I'm going to pit my top against each other to see which one wins out with the community. Yeah, they didn't really... I mean, they did kind of go at Nintendo with it, with that commercial crash outside of Nintendo headquarters or whatever, but other than that, they just fought each other, like, themselves. They, other companies were going at each other, and then Sony was fighting with themselves. Yeah, because I remember... Oh, I mean, we're this old. I remember the Happy Meal toys with Crash and Spyro figuring out which one you was going to get in a Happy Meal. Yeah. Just because that was, I mean, obviously a big thing. And you know it's a big thing whenever McDonald's gets involved with it to sell kids' toys. Right. Well, and I mean, they even done Crash and Spyro kind of like collision games or, you know, where they were – like, yeah, I think it was for the Game Boy Advance, like Spyro Orange and then uh, Crash Purple, where they kind of featured each other in each other's games. It was pretty cool. Rings a bell and makes sense. Yeah. And uh, now, I mean, Sony sold both of those IPs. Activision owns both of them now. That's who made the trilogies. So now their mascot is really, uh, you know, God of War. I was just Kratos. saying that, or the Last of Us, really think about it too. Spider Man as well. Yeah, I think it's Spider Man, but usually when you think of like a 
Sony exclusive IP. I mean, yes, Spider Man is, but they usually think of Kratos and God of War, or like even they still have Ratchet and Clank, and they have uh, Jack and Daxter. But most yeah. of the time, you think of God of War as their big, big game. Oh yeah, definitely. No, I don't disagree. I'm just saying to pass to possibilities since yeah they technically lost their mascots that they had in the early 2000s they should have fought more to keep them but than they did but i mean they were making money out they just they're like yeah they helped us get on top we're there now let's just forget them pretty much forget our forget your roots exactly and that's where a lot of companies go wrong yep not they forget what makes them not Nintendo or Xbox, they're still going strong with their two main mascots. Yeah, I mean, I think what Sony did, I mean, just the developers that were making the games, they just ran out of ideas. While with Mario and Sonic, not Sonic, I mean, yeah, I guess Sonic too, but Mario and Zelda and, um, you know, Master Chief and Halo, they just keep coming out with new games, new ideas and everything. Yep. Sega 2 with Sonic. Sonic Frontiers is coming out soon. and um, November 8th for sure now. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> he was right on that. But uh, I've seen a lot of people have got early copies, and they, they're they saying it's a good game. Well, All right. are you going to wrap it up? Yeah. All right, guys, that's all the time we have for this episode. Um, just so you guys know, we have been working in the background for a new podcast it's a sports podcast featuring me and collins two terrible sports analysts so it'll be releasing the same day as this so go check it out and like always go give our youtube channel a subscribe follow us on twitch we have a patreon we have discord and all of our amazon affiliate links all the new games are coming out this month i've already made affiliate links for those, if you want to pre-order them using our link, we get a small commission off of it, so we appreciate that. Colin, do you have anything? Nah, you pretty much covered everything, so I think we're good. All right. Well, thank you for listening, guys, and we'll catch you next week. All right. Later, guys. New Jersey, Wisconsin. Hey, good morning. You're heading to the airport, right? Yeah, thanks for checking. I like the car. How long have you been a rideshare driver? About three years now. I really enjoy it. Isn't it hard to make money these days with the price of gas being so high? Not for me. I use Upside, the free app that gives you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get real money back when you get gas with the Upside app? Yep, I get real cash back every time I get gas. Does that actually add up to anything? I'll make around $200 to $300. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the Upside app now. Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code CAR for an extra 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, PayPal, or a gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code CAR for a 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code CAR.